Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Tuesday to you. It's Tuesday, November the 24th. And look, if you guys haven't listened to this podcast before, as I said, I'm Keith Pompey. This is Locked On 76ers. This is the only 76ers podcast that comes to you three to five days a week in the offseason and five days a week during the season. Um, you know, a lot to talk about today. Today I want to really talk about the real focus. The focus is going to be on, um, you know, the Sixers needing a, not a guard who can create, knock down shots, you know, a, a go-to guy, like a Jimmy Butler type, right? A guy they got rid of, you know, you know, James Harden type. So I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about Ben Simmons with that. Um, because, I, I, you know, I feel like is they want to see what Ben can do. So in the second segment, you know, we'll talk about, you know, the excitement with the season and all that stuff. And then in the third segment, we do as we always do. Just do a little bit of tidbits and everything like that. But uh, without delaying it further, I'm going to talk about it. Now, you know, it's been written. I've wrote. Uh, other colleagues have have written um, and uh, about how the Sixers are in desperate need of a third star. Well, you know, Tobias is a star, right? So they have three stars. But they're in desperate need of a guy, a guard, a perimeter player who can go out there and get buckets. A guy who would go to the foul line with the game on the line and, and make three throws. A guy who can rain threes. So whereas people just don't lag off of them, right? Now, you know, I'm high on Tobias, maybe a little bit higher than most. But Tobias is a power forward. You know, he can slide down. He can play the three. But he's tip, He's really a power forward. That's his best. That's where he's the most effective. You know, at the end of the game, you want somebody who brings the ball up, do, does what they can do, and then spread the floor and go to work. You know, Tobias, can he do that? Yeah. Do you want him to do that? Mm, it depends. Do I really want him to do that? Not really. Not saying he can't, but again, he's a power forward. You want a perimeter guy who can do stuff like that, right? So this brings us to Ben Simmons. You know, there's been a lot of talk where the Sixers are saying, you know, right now, if we were, you know, like they're saying, we're content with what we have. If we have to make a move, it'll be in the playoffs. I mean, closer towards the playoffs, we want to see what we have. They're right. Makes a lot of sense. A... You're not going if you want to go after James Harden right now, but uh, you know it's not, <laughs> it's like they Houston wants everything. You know what I mean? They want everything, and you don't. You want to make it always make it seem like you're happy with the people you have, and you're not willing to give up everything. You know that's how it goes. And plus, we gotta let this whole thing play out, right? Now here's the thing. Can Ben Simmons be that guy? I mean, honestly, can Ben Simmons be that guy? 
You know, some people think he can. Some people think he can't. And the reason why they think he can't is because if you look at his career three-point percentage, he's shooting 83, no, 0.8%. 8.3% actually. It's a, he's shooting 8.3% on threes. He shot two for 24 in his, three career, in his career. He made two or seven attempts last year. 0 for 6 the year before that, and 0 for 11 the year before that. And when you factor it in, those other, for the majority of his first two years, they were like heaves at the end of quarters, at the end of halves, stuff like that, right? Last year is when he finally took it, like, seriously, but he only shot it seven times. At one point, he was 2 for 4. You know, the coach said he wanted him to attempt it all the time. So, the thing is, I think the question is in Brown Philly, and the reason why people are saying you got to go out and get someone is because no one thinks that Ben can do it. So this year is kind of like a proving ground, you know, in my opinion. You know, there's been times where after his, uh, after the 2017-8 season, you know, we've seen videos of Ben in the summer just burying threes. And there was some excitement. A lot of people were like, okay, okay, it's happening. It's happening. And then he shied away from doing it. Last summer, the same thing. Video of Ben shooting three. Okay, it's happening. Okay, it's, it's really happening. He shied away from it. Doing... The pandemic break. Videos of Ben shooting threes. You, you get what I'm saying. So the thing is, Ben Simmons has all the tools. He's big, strong, fast, a great defender. All NBA first team defensive team type of guy, or not type he is, right? He's a third team all NBA point guard, former rookie of the year, two time all star. But the things that the 76ers need in the not the postseason, in the playoffs to go deep is for a guy who can make threes, that way to keep everyone honest, and a guy when he goes to the foul line who can make foul shots. Now, Simmons shot a career best, 62.1% from the foul line this past, past season, right? For his career, he's 59-3. And as we point, he's shooting 8.3% on threes. Now, his field goal percentage overall is 56%. Now, the thing is, Ben is going to have to step up in those two categories. In order, if, if the Sixers don't make a trade, Ben Simmons is going to have to step up in those two categories 
for the 76ers to be effective. I mean, real, real talk. In order for them to be effective, he has to do it. Not saying he can't do it with the shooting of threes. He won't do it. So he has to unleash. He has to unlock whatever's holding him back. And just knock him down. He does. He really does. And see, that's why people want to trade. Can he do it? We'll find out. But we got to understand. Giannis was burying threes in the regular season. Giannis was looking great in the regular season. This past regular season. Giannis after the Cooper from the Milwaukee Bucks. They looked well. But when the playoffs came, they looked like the Bucks of old. The ones that was choking. So this is big, man. This is a huge. We'll find out. You know what, y'all? I love me some Built Bar. Mm, mm, mm. You know, it's what? It's early. It's 5.20 in the morning. You know, I got up. I, it was weird. I got up at like 3 o'clock. 3.30. Couldn't sleep. And I had to come down here and get first thing. Guess what I did? I had a cup of coffee and a Built Bar. I'm telling you. For people who know me and know that I love chocolate, mm, 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 it's nothing like a Built Bar. And you can experience the same joy that I do. Go on to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code locked on and get some money off your next purchase. Peace. Hey, you know what? I apologize. I apologize. You know, you know, I need to let you guys know two things. If you're trying to get this podcast, if you want to download this podcast or subscribe to this podcast, you could go to anywhere that you get your podcast at and subscribe to Locked On 76ers. This is the only podcast that comes to you three to five days a week in the off season and five days a week during the season. You know, also, you can read my stuff, Keith Pompey, in the Philadelphia Inquirer. You could go to Inquirer.com. You could pick up a Philadelphia Inquirer. You could pick up a Philadelphia Daily News if you're in the Philly area. And also, you can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompey on Sixers. But I got to apologize about something else. I said I was going to talk about Tobias Harris in the first segment, and I really didn't as much. Now, you know, I think Tobias is going to have a great year this year. I do. I really do. I think that when he plays, I mean, Doc Rivers knows how to unleash certain things in him. I think the offense. Now, don't get me twisted. Now, Joel Embiid is the is 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 the best player on the team. He's the franchise player. But I think what they're going to do is they're going to incorporate more people in the flow of the game that they really didn't do um, when uh, when Brett Brown was the coach. So I think that, you know, it's going to be Tobias is going to, you know, flourish. And when I said that they need a go-to guy, it wasn't a knock against Tobias. It just is what it is. Like, typically at the end of the game, this is a guard's gig. And at the end of the game, you need somebody that can go get you buckets. I mean, you do, especially in the playoffs. You need a guy who, you know, 
who keeps you honest, has the ball in his hands, you know, boom, 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 dribble, 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 drive the lane, kick it out to opponent, three, bang. Drive the lane, take it, score, bang. Drive the lane, step back, net. You know what I mean? You know, you want a triple option like that type of guy. You don't know what he's going to do. <coughs> and especially get buckets. But, like I said, Tobias is, is, a, is a power forward. You know, if he plays off of somebody like that, I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. I do. But I still think he's going to have a great year just because of the success he had with Doc. I mean, just look up the stats. I don't have them in front of me. I mean, I've written about him before. I mean, he averaged career points, career three-point shooting, all that while he was with Doc Rivers. And I and I think also think that's part of the reason why they're not, like, in a rush to pull the trigger. They want to see what they have because they want to see how Tobias performs. And, like we mentioned in the last segment, they really want to see what Ben Simmons can do, right? So, you know, Ben has the keys. Tobias is going to be the guy that is also going to flourish, right? Especially when you have shooters around him. You know, it, but I'm really intrigued to see, you know, what's going to what's going to happen. Another thing is, I'm 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 gonna be honest with y'all. I'm, I'm kind of excited. You know, I'm starting to get back in in game mode now. Uh, the pandemic is making things a little different. Like typically, you know, we go to practice. Um, really, you know, you may see a guy shooting fouls. It's like you don't see practice like people think. Like you used to, but nowadays you come in towards the tail end or what have you. So now everything is basically going to be Zoom call for practice. You know, so you're not going to be in the building. So mostly everything's going to be Zoom call. You know, we're, we're, we don't even know how the coverage of games are going to be yet. But so like it's going to be different. In the past, and me going over to the practice facility, seeing the same people every day. It's weird. Like, these guys, you start seeing dudes on the beat more than you see your family, right? Seriously. I mean, I see people on the beat more than I see my mom, my sister, everyone, right? So, um, so this is going to be different because we're not going to be there. But at the same time, we're going to have content, some type of content. And you're going to write your stories. You know, you're going to cover games. You're going to do this and do that. And then hopefully the year after next year, not this year, not this upcoming season, but the following season, things will go back to normalcy. We'll have some normalcy about it. So I'm a little excited about that. But, I mean, the last couple of days, man, I've been waking up at 3.30 in the morning talking about what's on, what's basketball over there. Now, another thing, I'm going to tell you all this. I do tend to wake up early, regardless of what time I fall asleep, right? Um, I wake up early, I have a cup of joe, I have a built bar, <laughs> and then I typically watch the news. Not sports related, but the news. I want to get caught up what's happening in the world, right? Because, you know, it's funny, nowadays you go to most channels, Three o'clock in the morning, that's when they have like the overnight newscast. It's funny, like world news. So you get caught up in a lot of things. Um, and then I do some reading on some, some things that uh, also happened that I felt like I missed. And then once six o'clock rolls around, 
you know, either like right now it's a pandemic, so I haven't been going to the gym as much as I would like. But, um, you know, typically I would go to the gym and then that's when sports will kick in. You know what I mean? Sports will kick in. But to me, by getting up early, those couple hours are quiet time for me. It's like it's Keith time. You know, it's Keith time. But um, I'm excited about basketball. Y'all just don't know. I mean, I'm extremely excited about this upcoming season. You know, there's a lot of questions. Like, I mean, first of all, questions can Ben become that guy that they need him to be? Right? What is Tobias going to do? How is Doc, where is this Doc Rivers uh, coaching, uh, uh, I'm not going to call it experiment because it's not experiment, but, but what is his tenure going to be like? How is it going to kick off? Will Daryl Morey make major moves? More major moves. So there's a lot of questions, man, and a lot of excitement. I'm like here to tell you, I'm extremely excited about all this. <coughs> you know? And now, it's, it's weird, like, you know, like, you look at it, the East, and you know, yesterday, Dwight Howard arrived in Philadelphia and said he's looking forward to winning the championship. I mean, that's a great thing that he keeps saying it. You know, he just came off the hills of one. And I'm under the assumption, again, I haven't spoken to anyone, but I'm under the assumption that this brother is motivated. I mean, think about it. Him and Danny Green, they're two guys who won a chip with the, with the Lakers. No longer on the team. No longer on the team. He wanted to come back. Danny was traded. So if that's not any motivation, I don't know what is. You know, and then hopefully they, they look at it, guys, and hey, what was it like winning the chip? You know, uh, you know. I mean, it's recent. They they could they could possibly talk to people about that. Now, do I think that this team right now, to be honest with you, is a championship team? No, no. I mean, in order for them to become a championship team, I believe Ben Simmons has to suddenly switch on a light, and he has to make three pointers. His three his foul shooting has to improve, or they have to get somebody in here that that can do that in the, as a perimeter player. A ball-dominant player. Perimeter player. Right? But it's good for them to dream. It's good for them to say that. To know what's going on. You know? And, you know, it's like the one thing that I'm, I'm cautioning people on. Is, don't, I mean, you got to pay attention to the regular season, right? Yeah, the regular season games matter. They do. But just know that. The Sixers are going to be judged, and they always are, based on what they do in the playoffs. That's the way it should be. I mean, no one's looking at the Milwaukee Bucks saying, hey, they had the best record in the East the last two years, or last year they even had the best record in the league. I don't know anyone saying that. But they're looking at the Milwaukee Bucks as like, yo, they had to make changes to keep Giannis because they went out in the second round. The team it can't win a championship. But you want to keep your star. So you got to look at the 76ers the same way. 
I know I am. I mean, it's completely different from when I was trusting the process or when people were trusting the process, you know, the early years. I mean, real, real talk. Like back then, the regular season really mattered because we wanted, they, or people wanted to see, I keep saying, wait, people wanted the Sixers to tank, right? So then all of a sudden, you wanted to get them a good lottery pick and a good draft pick. Well, this is different now. I mean, even though, like, now this is like, okay, you want to get a quality seating, right? That's what we want to do. We want to get a quality seating. But we got to get to at least the Eastern Conference Finals. And even that may not be good enough. So right now, the Sixers are going to have months to get a great seating, hopefully for them. And then that's when we'll find out how good of a team they are. You know? Hey, you know, I always appreciate talking to y'all. I always appreciate starting off my day with these podcasts. I mean, this, like I said, this is a quiet time for me, and I love it. And I want y'all to have a great day and have a great turkey day come Thursday. Peace.